Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Shop the Chemist Warehouse Finals Fever Sale and find 40% off the INC Sports Nutrition range. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. SENZ, four minutes past six o'clock on your Monday morning, 20th of June, 2022. Welcome in. Kia ora. Hope everybody's doing well and had a lovely weekend. Morning, Kempi. How are you feeling? Morning, uh, morning. Uh, yeah, Louis, I'm feeling good, actually. Uh, it's a bit cold out there this morning, getting out, getting up. Yeah. There's no cloud, you know, pretty average weather all weekend, as we saw with uh, the footy on Saturday night. But um, yeah, mate, happy to be here, as always. I hope my mate down in uh, Queenstown's having a nice sleeping, old uh, Izzy Daggy. Yes, Izzy Dag's off for the week. Um, yep, he's he is down there in Queenstown doing some whānau things for the week. Uh, Good on him. The Formula One in Canada's just about to start. They're just lining themselves up on the grid where we have a 40-year-old Fernando Alonso on pole. The US Open of Golf is rolling through the fourth round today. It's a major for uh, Sunday, Monday, whatever you want to call it, fourth round. We'll watch that. We'll keep our eyes on that. You've got the World Cup of Darts going on. We've got replays of the footy. It's a busy Monday morning and there's lots of sports news as well. We can touch on that throughout the morning. Uh, Lydia Cohen action on the LPGA Tour in the hunt as well. She's just teed off in her final round. Today, uh, we're going to catch up. We're going to talk a lot of Super Rugby. Uh, you'll be expecting it. You would be expecting it. It was a... A final we can get into throughout the morning. We'll talk to Robert Van Royen, who is the rugby reporter and the the Crusaders beat reporter. We'll call him for the press down there. He's the guy who works 
uh, as close to, to the Crusaders as a media member as anyone in the country. So we'll find out what he made of it all and, and what he can tell us about the, not just the game, but the odyssey the Crusaders have been on over the last six years and especially this year. Then Izzy will come in after 8 o'clock and we will use Izzy as our heavy-hitting 8am guest before we talk some rugby league with Kempi to finish it off. Um, but the texts are coming in already, Kempi. Morning, boys. I hope there is no <laughs> no what-ifs today on the rugby. The way better team won end of mark. Yep, he's he's started already. It's uh, it's a really good day if you're a Crusader uh, supporter. I guess it was a really good Sunday um, when everyone woke up. I actually went for a walk, uh, Louis, on Sunday morning. Me and the me and the bride went for our big walk, our big block that we do around uh, around the middle of town. And the amount of uh, Crusader supporters in town was was quite surprising. Um, all out in their Crusaders gear and their Crusaders hats, uh, parading in the middle of Auckland. Um, and yeah, mate, rightly so. It, uh, they got absolutely done and cooked the Blues on Saturday night by a Crusaders outfit. That what is it? That, is that? Am I right to say that's the fifteenth title? Thirteenth, thirteenth title. So yeah, I I, I actually um, thought it was the seventh, but uh, did some reading just as you're reading through the news. Saying so it you, was, you really weren't listening to anything that we were saying last week, were you? You, well, were, you had your. I got to take some. I got to take some. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take so much in. I did hear the letter six because uh, the number six. So I thought, oh, shit, they've won six titles. That's quite a lot in and a row. I, and then I <laughs> six in a row, and then I read thir- thirteen. I thought, man, yep, um, that's another one to the title. You know, Razor, Razor Ray, Razor, Razor Ray, Razor broke out another break dance at the end of the gar. You know, hopefully he took another suit. You know, because it was pretty soggy out there on. On the Garden of Eden, so um, yeah, man. Well, under the Crusaders, uh, better better team um, by far. Yeah, they'll it, be disappointed with that. The Blues, the final playing getting, getting a final. You do see a big a lot of fizzes in finals sometimes. They've been built up as we built it up last week to something um, bigger than Ben Hur, but Ben never showed up. It was more of a Hur game from mm-hmm. the Blues. Hey, as Razor would say, mate, how good's footy? And if you're on the right side of it. The footy was so good. One team played like everything they had earned was about to be taken from them. And the other team played like maybe it was a midweeker. It, it was, and I can't necessarily even fault. I mean, you, you know, the, the impression, oh, here's the impression from in the stadium, Kempion was there. And first of all, great, awesome to have a crowd that big at Eden Park. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Unfortunately for the Blues, the Crusaders sucked the life out of the place. They didn't let the crowd get into it. And when the crowd got into it with about 20 to go after Finlay Christie scored, it's too late by then. And that's what a good team does. They can completely kill the atmosphere, kill the vibe. And you read and you listen to Razor and you you listen to the way that they tried and the way that they kind of engineered this. And Scott Hansen is the assistant coach that had been working on this game against the Blues for a month. They had been working on this game for the Blues for a month and did a deep dive into their set pieces, to the breakdown, wet weather, dry weather, every scenario. They knew exactly what they had to do to retain their title and to make sure that they didn't get taken off the top pop. And they did it. And... All you really can say is maybe one team wasn't ready and the other team was hyper ready. And, and that's what it looked like in the stadium. Uh, it was a great atmosphere. Actually, Joey Joey Bell was behind me. Weren't you, Joe? 
an incredible coincidence. Like, <laughs> like unbelievable. Like he was literally right in right in front of me. The, the seat directly in front of Joe. It's a wonder he made it after Friday night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I thought um I thought Louis was very well behaved. Like I, I you know he he was very gracious. He didn't rub it in my face. He actually at halftime he turned to me and he was like, "Mate, I feel bad. I feel bad for you. This is just, I mean, they're just not showing anything." <laughs> and you don't think that was rubbing it in that little bit, Joe? You just thought no, he was just was, being I was, nice. I was, I was genuine, I was genuine. Yeah. I, I, because I tell you what, if it was a closer game, it might have made, brought out worse in you. But there was just a, it was a an ear glade and then a dominant performance. And and Kempe, you've got lots of fans today. Um, hi guys, wanted to hear from Kempe apologise for his rubbish talk of Blues thirteen plus last week. Cheers, Brian. A lot of, a lot of oh yeah, they all. Can, come. can I just they ask all, you though? They were all coming in. How much of that was bravado versus did you genuinely think that was going to happen? Oh look, I'm, you know the the uh, I live in Auckland. Um, let's say I've lived up here for a number of years, twenty odd years, and. You know, you can't just have one biased view in here and everyone supporting the Crusaders like we're getting already. So who this was morning. the biased view though? Well, the, there's. Come on, Louis. No, yeah. but I, but I did it. But, but, but how's <laughs> it biased if that let's, happened? Hang on, let's let, let's answer the first part yeah. of the question, okay? Before you jump down and yeah, yeah, and yeah. start talking Crusaders again. Yeah, yeah. The first thing is, like from a, from a from a perspective of the Blues and the Crusaders, at the beginning of the week, it's a fifty fifty competition. Yeah. And the Blues didn't show up on Saturday night, and they got beaten by a side that has won 14 and their 15th on Saturday night because they know how to win games. 12th and 13th, please. 12 and 13, yeah. Um, so what that, what that basically um, does for the Crusaders fans is like yeah, we, this, the train rolled on and we've, we've dissected the Blues and we spent a month doing that sort of stuff, and, and good on them. They've won it, and, and rightly so. But, you know, the the whole thing about that is there's always two sides of the story, and I was supporting the blue story because I'm living in Auckland. So, yeah, just so to, for and, people and, like Brian, did, did you really think oh, that was going to happen? 100%. I thought the Blues were a dead-set chance, and, and statistically the year showed that. They'd only lost one game. They prepared. They had a home final. Um, the only thing they never had going for them is 13 or 12 Grand finals, you know what I mean, and that showed on the weekend. So when they when you're talking about crowds, like good teams take the crowds out of the game. So they, you know, in finals time they know how to play finals. They take the crowds out of them, out of the game because they just play consistent football, and the crowd doesn't get up and, and support their team because they don't have anything to support. You know, so um, I'm not taking anything away from the Crusaders. I, I'm quite happy where I sat last week. It was good banter. And good to good to see the Blues go out there, but they just got mate, they got undone, undone. They weren't, they obviously had prepared, but they hadn't prepared uh, prepared well enough. And it's a good learning for Leon McDonald. Hopefully, he gets another shot at it next year. Yeah, and then, look, you can't take anything away from the season the Blues had. But what I would kick back on is, and, and you know, you can't say this too much in the lead up because you just get accused of being even more biased. But I don't think what I've been saying about the Crusaders and I was saying about the Crusaders was biased last week because it came out and happened. Oh, but with this, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you at all. This, the conversation is the Crusaders and the Blues, and at the beginning of the week it was a 50-50. The Blues just didn't show up. Like They got absolutely dismantled by a Ford pack in the wet, in the, in the wet weather that knew how to play finals football, and they got out-coached, you know, so... There's a reason Razor, Razor wins grand finals. He knows how to get there. And like you said, he spent a month on set plays um, and it paid off for them. They, they, I think they 
uh, lost 10 lineouts or something, the Blues, when they, they went to that set play. And that's just a great coaching um, effort from Razor and his team just to, to work out that if we go to the breakdown, whether it's scrummaging or lineouts, and we get the ball, we can get the ball back and turn it over and really screw them um, uh, down the, the Blues forward pack and, and, and cause havoc. Well, mate, they're halfway to winning the game because you're losing so much ball, which is what happened on, on Saturday night. Yeah, we'd love to hear any any way you want to take it. Uh, we'd love to hear from you on 0800 150 the Kennard's phone line or double eight double three. You're right, tactically, and this is what I mean, the masterclass. So they actually played completely different to the way they played against the Chiefs. They, they played a game specifically for the Blues where they had to get the platform right, which was the breakdown, and Tom Christie... Cullen Grace, Pablo Matera, Sam Whitelock, Scott Barrett were just uh, beyond enormous. But then they were happy to use expansive footy and they were happy to use the wide channels. And I think in the wet weather, they probably surprised Leo McDonald a little bit. Uh, interesting, interesting to see Leon say it was like they had our playbook as far as the lineouts went. Well, again, I just think there are levels to this stuff and I think that's what they found out on Saturday night. Here's one. Here's one stat for you, Kempe. You love stats now that you don't have the stat. Well, now um, Lathan Brown has a stat that we can uh, <laughs> pump our chest with. You love stats like this. Scott Robertson on Saturday night became the first person to win 10 Super Rugby titles. Four as a player, six as a coach. 37% of all Super Rugby competitions have been won by Scott Razor-Robertson. That's pretty impressive. 37% of all Super... Every year, 37 of them, since 1996, have been won by a guy called Scott Robertson. You know, where he, his place goes into New Zealand sport history now, I mean, do we just do we completely devalue Super Rugby and say it's only Super Rugby, or is he now proving that he can do this and he is actually a bit of a freak? Well, I think I think at Super Rugby he's earned the title as the of well as a player and a coach he's probably the king. The, well, he's the best, isn't he? Because there's no the stats say that. Um, mate, we can't talk about anything above that because you know this is just a step on that uh, on that coaching ladder to the All Blacks, where you know you have seen All Black coaches go in there and 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 a lot of them succeed because of who the All Blacks are, and and a few of them fail as well. So. Um, I really hope that, you know, again, he just isn't isn't regarded as a the best ever super coach that's never coached the All Blacks. I think the the next step for him is whether or not he takes that mantle. We've had that conversation quite a quite a few times <laughs> yeah, this year. Yeah, is w- whether or not they go for Scott Robinson over other coaches, you know, um, that are that are coaching around the world and inside the All Black structure at the moment. Um, when that when that next name is read out as All Black coach, so this just adds to the this, this, the Razor Ray um, resume. You know, another grand final at Super level. Cab, you know how the how the the powers that be when they name the All Black side and then name the coach um, see it as the as the part of the resume that's really solid. And when they name that coach, well, mate, that's that's something in the future that we hopefully will see because I think it'd be. Uh, you know, one thing he does get, and you can see that for his players, especially in the last two weeks when they won the game against the Chiefs, and again on the weekend, is that he gets players to play from. You know, like he's he That's obviously it, came be. up with a really good game plan. They stuck to it, and then in the last two weeks they have been by far the best team on the football field. Did you want to know the theme in the end? It's simple. 
and I don't know if that, we won't. You spoken to him? You know we, it. We won't get the absolute. We won't get the absolute core of it. But he did. He offered a glimpse. It was step up, step ahead. He knew that the pack was coming, and he had to find a way for himself to step up and get a step ahead because they knew that they were the champions. But you can't just be the champions because what champions get beaten. You have to be better than the champions. How do you get that last little bit? So now the question is, he's done it six years in a row. How does one man continue to motivate the same group of players? Well, you just, I think for Razor too, is, you know, now it's like, what, what is the new challenge? How like, does he find that inner motivation? Well, he's already said that. He already said that he's got X amount, 21 years left in coaching, you know, he's break it down into... 14, I think. Yeah, first seven done. Um, and... You know, it's whether or not the next part of the journey is whether he sees it sitting at the Crusaders or going overseas. That's that's the that's oh, the question. Jesus Christ, it'll be the sorry, excuse the uh, Christian language, but man, it'll be the biggest travesty if he never coaches the All Blacks. Can you like? I don't ever, I don't think that's this is the time to get to go there. But every year we're reminded of how good he is. And every year you get the meme pages saying, oh, he's only five more Super Rugby titles away from being considered for the job. You know, like, it's, what is well, that's, he? Well, that's what I mean. Like, you don't know what the the selectors or the people that um, put those positions together are thinking. You know, like, you would have, look, no. seriously, I would have thought he would have been the all-black coach already after the last interview, but Fozzie got the job ahead of him. So, you know, let's, let's see how they go against the Irish. Obviously, they've made their mind up till the World Cup next year. And he's probably going to have to wait till post World Cup, whether whether or not um, to see whether his his name's going to be read out as the as the next All Black coach. Got a very good resume. Alrighty, Canadian GP is underway over there in the F1, and Sergio Perez is already out. One Red Bull card down. Carlos Sainz is leading. Uh, Lonzo's managed to hold his spot into second. Imagine if he got a podium at age forty. How cool would that be? Verstappen and Russell close out the top four. The US Open. Well, the feature groups will be teeing off. Towards the end of this hour, Will Zalatoris is his pick going great guns in the golf. But it is 20 minutes past six. Can't wait question of the day. Oh, we've preempted this, but it's an easy one for you. Start to finish, where do you rank that as one of the most dominant grand final performances? You know, there's a really good case to be made that that scoreline completely flatters the Blues. I think about three times held up over the line, the Crusaders players... The Blues only scored off Crusaders' mistake at scrum. What are some of the famous lopsided grand finals? Any sport, any era. What are some of the famous lopsided grand finals? Not necessarily fizzes because one team becomes champions, but what are the famous lopsided grand finals? 0800 or double eight double three. I've got a fifty dollar TAB bonus bet for the best nomination. Get in touch with us. We've got to talk the Super Rugby. There's some great texts on double eight double three to get through. Uh, it was the biggest game, domestic game of a long, long time. And, well, let's debrief it. I want to hear from you. Here with Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day, 21 minutes past six. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.